Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. We've already had church. If you have your Bibles, we're going to quickly go to Philippians chapter 3. I want to share some Bible verses with you. Then we're going to just do a little bit of our message because the presence of the Lord is already here. Pastor Todd, you started it off. Philippians chapter 3, we're going to read Paul said whatever happens my dear brothers and sisters rejoice in the Lord I never get tired of telling you these things I do it to safeguard your faith Watch out for those dogs, those people who do evil, who say you must be circumcised and be saved. Philippians chapter 12, we're at verse 2. We need to go to chap verse 12, ch chapter 3, verse 12. I was trying to read from the screen, but the screen's not right. Chapter 3, verse 12. Now that I have already obtained, not that I have already obtained, my eyes are kind of blurry. I have already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, verse 13. I do not count myself to have apprehended but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to the things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward calling of God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, let us as many as are mature have this mind. And if anything, if anything you think otherwise, God will reveal it. This to you. I would like to focus on verses 13 and 14. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, that is to achieve. I haven't achieved it yet, but this one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto the things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. I would like to use for a subject, if you will, how to reach your spiritual goals in 2023. How to reach your spiritual goals in 2023. 
Paul said that his goal was to know Christ and to be all that Christ had in mind for him. As Christians, you and I can say the same thing. Our goal, that is spiritual goal, is to be like Christ and to be all that he would have us to be. This goal absorbs every area of Paul's life. This example is good for you and me as well. Get this. We should never let anything, say anything, take our eyes off our goal. Have you ever noticed driving in your automobiles and just for a split of a second, you start doing something or you look in an opposite direction and you almost lose control. Just a split second of doing something else, get this, than what you were supposed to be doing almost caused you to mess up. Almost caused you to end up in an accident simply because you took your eyes off the prize. You took your eyes off the road. God has called us and is calling us today in 2023 to forget the things that are behind. Now then, this morning when I was looking over my notes, Brother Craig, I got another analogy. Pastor Todd, have you noticed in your automobile there are two, I'm going to say two, but there's four, but the two that I want to focus on, Brother Craig, is that there is a small mirror in the front. And it is for you to look in the rear. But then... There is a larger windshield in the front of the automobile. Y'all stay with me. It is so that you can see what is ahead. Which tells me that if the mirror that I'm to view what is behind me is small, it means that I'm only supposed to look at it just for a short time. It's to see what is behind me, but then I have to focus on what's ahead of me. Break it down. When you get in your car mm -hmm, and you put it in reverse, you look in the rear view mirror and sometimes you look over your right shoulder just to see what is behind. But you only do that for a short length of time. Because you're backing up so that, guess what, you can move forward. Now then, 
we as Christian people need to understand that there are some things in 2022 we need to leave behind. See, I've already put my car in position. Mm -hmm. I put my car in the right position because I want to move forward. In order for me to move forward, Pastor Todd, I can't move forward backing up. I can't move forward if I'm constantly looking back. We cannot move forward in 2023 if we're constantly looking back. Now, one thing, one thing Paul said, he said, I want you to understand what I'm telling you is not because I've already arrived. I'm telling you this because I understand in order for me to go forward, I must forget what is behind me. My car, my car now is no longer in reverse, but my car is in drive and, and drive is so that I can move forward. And not only is it so that I can move forward, but when I look at the windshield, the windshield is big enough. It's big enough for me to see what is ahead. It's big enough for me to see what is ahead. See, the thing that we need to understand, we have to have a determination to not let go of what's ahead. Not let go of our goal. And our goal is to be, we said, Christ-like. To be like Christ. That is our aim. That is our goal as a Christian. If you don't know your purpose, now you do. Your purpose is to become like Christ. To be like him. To do what he did. To do the things that he did. I heard last night, if we become like Christ, guess what? We can lay hand on the sick and they shall recover. We can lay hands on the blind and they will be able to see if we become like Christ. You don't become Christ, you become like him. Uh -huh. Our children don't become like us. You know what I mean? They don't become you, he becomes like you. Your daughter don't become you, she becomes like you. Guess what? And then not only that, get this out, your child takes on a resemblance of you because they are a part of you. If we are children of God, there should be some type of likeness in us when we, as you said, look at the word of God. The word of God says God is love. If I'm saying I'm a child of God, love ought to flow out of me. If I'm saying I'm like God, love, I should have love for those that don't like me. I should have love for those that persecute me and say all manner evil against me. I should have love for those that lie on me, those that have turned their backs on me. I should have love for them because guess what? I'm like Christ. This ain't on the notes. This is the Holy Spirit. What I want you to understand, we as children of God must lay aside everything, not something. You got to lay aside everything if you're going to be like Christ. What I understand, what I understand, if we're going to be like Christ, we got to be willing to let go of everything that is harmful to us and forsake everything that may distract us in this season, in 2023. 
You have to make up in your mind and be determined that I'm going to let it all go if I have to. Every now and then, Pastor Todd, we have to do some house cleaning. There are some things, there are some things that we have accumulated in 2022. We got to be willing to let go and get rid of all of that stuff. The things that are harmful to us, the things that are no longer useful for us. It maybe it was good for us in 2020. Maybe we used it, we allowed it to hang around in 2022. In 2023, we have to be determined that we're going to get rid of it and we're going to let it go. We're going to make room. We're going to make room. We're going to make room simply because we're pressing toward the mark. Because there is a higher calling on your life. There is a higher calling on my life. I understand I have to let some things go. I have to even let some people go. Can I tell you something? Sometimes the people that you have to let go are the ones that's closest to you. Sometimes, sometimes, parents, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, sometimes we got to let our children go. Simply because the enemy knows that that is where your treasure is. The Bible says where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Sometimes, sometimes. And what I want you to understand when I say let them go, I'm saying you got to give it to him. You got to give it to him because you can't do it. As, as, as long, get this, as long as your hand is full, of you trying to prop them up and trying to hold them up, the things that God has for you, you cannot receive. You can't receive because your hands are full. Sometimes, sometimes there are those toxic relationships. You got to be willing in 2023 to let them go as well. Simply because... If your hands are full, full of trying to hang on to something that's trying to get away, something that needs to go away, then God cannot bless you with what he has for you. Sometimes, sometimes the relationship that we dream of, the relationship that we want, that man that we're looking for, that woman that we're looking for, they may come in, Pastor Todd, and they might not have much, as in material things. She may not have it 24, 36, 24. That was back in the 70s for y'all young people that don't know nothing about that. He might not have a six-pack. I'm not talking about the beer. But that man or that woman may be the one that God has for you. But remember, if my hands are full of trying to hang on to something that God didn't intend for me to have in the first place, then God can't bless me with what he has for me. In 2023, I said to you, greater is coming. Now then, we know that greater is coming, but the question is, will you be ready when it comes? Will you be ready to receive greater when it shows up? When greater comes a knocking 
at your door, will you be ready to let greater come in or will you still be hanging on to the past? Will you still be trying to hang on, tell somebody, trying to hang on to a job and your time has expired? When you get in right relationship with God, you'll be able to say like Paul, one thing I do. I let go of those things by forgetting the things that are behind me. Sometimes, y'all, you got to understand, in this life as a Christian, God has given us a great example. When we look at nature and we look at the seasons of nature, we can start with winter, spring, and fall. The same God is in control of them all. The seasons come and the seasons go. When you get in the right relationship with God, you'll be able to recognize, telling you from experience, you'll be able to recognize when that season is past. But in order for that to happen, you got to keep your eyes on the prize. In order to reach your goals that you have set for yourself in 2023, spiritual goals that is, the first thing I want you to keep in mind is that you must keep your eyes fixed on the goal. Pastor Todd, I know you watch football. Caleb, Justin, I know you watch football and some of the ladies watch it but don't know what's going on. But have you noticed... When the field goal kicker comes out. He gets everything lined up. He looks at the field goal. The field goal is where he intends, get this, where he intends to kick the ball. He looks where he intends for the ball to go. Now, he understand that in order, and understand, y'all, everybody can't do this. You have to be trained. Countless of hours is spent in preparation. See, what I'm telling you to do to get rid of and to let go of some things, you have to prepare yourself. That's why as we're going into 2023, we have to prepare ourselves to receive the things that God has for us. In order to receive those things, we got to forget what is behind us. And we got to press by keeping our eyes on the go. Now then, the, 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 the field goal kicker has positioned, he has positioned himself, he knows the distance that he needs in order to be able to kick the ball and so that the ball can travel as far as I need it to go. It's interesting and it's to, for me to see when a field goal kicker attempts to kick, get this y'all, he attempts to kick the ball further than he ever has. Why do you think he is able to accomplish the goal? Because he has practice and practice. And maybe he practiced and he was successful at 59 yards. Now then, the field goal attempt on this occasion is 61 yards. But he's only been successful at 59 yards. There has to be something called faith. 
I believe, get this, I believe because I have been faithful. I have kept, get this, y'all, I have kept my eyes on the prize. I have not allowed any distractions. Let me tell you about distractions. Still using football. The field goal kicker is ready. He's got his mind right. He's got his focus. And so the opposite team, we would call the enemy, knows that he has positioned himself and sees that he has a swagger about him that looks as though he's confident that he can make the field goal. And so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to allow him, get this, I'm going to allow him to attempt to kick the ball. And just at the right time, I'm going to call time out. Devil will allow you to come to church, say that you want to be saved, give your life to the Lord, and so now you position yourself to walk with the Lord. And all of a sudden, things seems to be going pretty good. You're feeling good about yourself. And he calls time out to distract you. So what he does, he gets you to stop doing what you were doing. He gets you to take focus off of the prize. But when you are committed in the right relationship with God, even though he sent somebody in my direction to try to disturb my peace, I still have joy. So guess what? Using football again, we can attest to this, guys. We've seen it happen. He gets himself back in position. Because he's been trained, he's been focused, and with the same vigor that he had when he first walked out, he approaches the ball with confidence because he has his eyes on the prize. And he kicks the ball, and it goes through the goalpost because he kept his focus. He didn't lose his focus. So, in order to reach our goals, the first thing I want you to keep in mind is that you must keep your eyes fixed on your goal. Stay focused. Paul had a vision, had a goal ahead of him. He's letting us know that he's keeping his eyes on the goal. Even though hard times, this is what I want y'all to understand. We're going to still have some hard times in 2023. Even though they're hard and difficult times, we must keep our eyes on him. Don't, uh, get this. Those of you writing notes, don't allow the past to be a controlling factor in your future. Don't allow the past to be a controlling factor in your future. Bad relationships, don't let it dictate your future. Bad friendships, don't let it dictate your future. Bad job, don't let it dictate your future. Don't spend too much time, and I talked about this earlier, looking in the rearview mirror. Because there is a much bigger glass called the windshield 
that should be our focus. Because where you are going, get this, where you're going is a lot bigger than where you be. Where you are going in 2023 is a lot bigger than where you be. You have to get your mind right by focusing on the right things. Don't give up and don't quit. Secondly, you got to press on. You got to press on. Anyone in this room that has been an athlete back in the day or even present know that you have to train for any sport. There's training involved. Some of the training is very strenuous. Some of the training feels as though you're about to die. Some of the training feels as though I can't go any further. But as believers in 2023, you must be determined to press on. Pressing on, back in the day, Pastor Todd, I don't know if they still have these or not, but I remember you could buy patches to put on our clothes. Now, there were the type that was sold on, and then there were the type that you ironed on, which means you pressed it on. You got to be determined, just as that hot iron was determined, that when it was put on the patch, it had a job to do, and the job was to press it on. Now then, once it was pressed on, it remained. It didn't stop. It didn't give up. It kept doing what it was supposed to do. I'm pressed on, so now I'm present. Get this? Pressed on, now I'm present. Whenever there is a challenge, a challenge facing you, you must learn how to press on. And Paul used this analogy, and I'm going to tell you this story that I, that I read, and it made me cry as I looked at it, but I'm going to share that with you, and then I'm going to be done. Paul used this analogy of a race to show that we are constantly striving toward our goal. Get that constantly striving means you hadn't reached it yet, but you're striving toward the goal. But you have to keep your eyes on the prize. Get this. When a runner starts out on the course, he does not carry any unnecessary clothing or baggage. In 2023, you have to leave behind some baggage. Ever went to the airport and you had to have your bags checked and upon inspection of your bags, there were some things that you were told that could not go where you were going. You were told that there were some things, as precious as they are, as beautiful as it may look, as much as you may have paid for it, as big as it is, you have to leave it behind. 
Because where you are going, you cannot take it. As Christians, you're going to have to leave behind, help me, Holy Ghost, some jealousy, some envy, some hate, some strife, some unforgiveness. You're going to have to leave all of that stuff behind if you're going to reach the goal. In 2023, you got to leave all that behind because where you are going, it cannot go. The runner leaves all this excess stuff behind because it's extra weight. And see, extra weight, what y'all don't know maybe, is that it slows you down. When you're carrying things that you shouldn't be carrying, then guess what? You're not able to run. You're not able to run as God would have you run because you're carrying some extra stuff. And when you're carrying extra stuff, it slows you down. You cannot run consistently looking behind you. So you got to let go of what is behind, as, as Paul said. You got to let it go. When you have to leave it at the airport, guess what? You leave it behind, never to be seen again. But guess what? In doing so, you cannot see danger that may be in front of you if you're constantly looking behind. Now then, I'm going to tell you my story. Then I'm going to be done. I was born in 1962, by the way. So in 1968, Summer Olympics was held in Mexico City. The men's marathons was held on a Sunday. Somebody say Sunday. I thought this was interesting. This is a Sunday. The race had 75 competitors from 41 countries. Guess what? 18 of the 75 did not finish. Now, all of them, Pastor Todd's had trained for this marathon. But 18 of them did not finish. John Stevens Okori of Tanzania fell hard to the ground. He dislocated his shoulder. He hurt his knee. And he hit his head. Wouldn't you think he would be one of the ones who did not finish the race? What I like about this story, it said that he had his leg bandaged up. And he came staggering into the Coliseum more than an hour behind the winner of the race. This was a 1968 marathon. You can check it out on Facebook, YouTube. And so after the race, reporter asked him, John, why did you continue to run the race after the winner had already been announced? You had a valid reason to give up. You had a valid reason to quit because you failed. Hear this, you failed. 
Sometimes, y'all, as Christians, we're going to fall. But as Dunning McClurkin says, we get back up. We don't stay down. In 2023, I'm telling you today, if you in this room, God, you be witness. If you fall down in 2023, you get back up. And you keep going. If you need a little help, they didn't tell me whether or not this happened, but I'm sure it did. If you fall down and you need help getting bandaged up, if you need help getting your head wiped or bandaged up, if you need help massaging your shoulders, God is with you. Promise to never leave you nor to forsake you. So after the race, this is what John said. He said, my country didn't send me 5,000 miles to Mexico City to quit. My country sent me 5,000 miles to finish. See, you don't have to be top dog. You don't have to be number uno all the time. All you have to do is finish. We have to be determined this year that whatever we put our hands to, we're going to finish. We're not going to quit. We're not going to give up. We're not going to turn back. We're going to finish. I saw an old friend a few days ago, and we were talking, and I had a flashback about when she was young. And she was going to nursing school. You know about this. You're a doctor. You still is. I don't care what you say. It can be hard, right? You felt like giving up at times. You even shed some tears. I seen all of that in her. And I said, how long have you been on that job now? I said, is it 30? She said, 43 years. And I said to her, I said, I remember when you wanted to quit, when you were going to school. Now, I didn't know anything about nursing. I'm just a matter of fact, I'm younger than she is. But I encouraged her. I said, don't give up. Don't quit. You can do it. And 43 years later, she's doing it, and she had this big old smile on her face. What I want to tell you, don't give up, don't quit. But as he said, they didn't send me to quit. They sent me to finish. As Christian people, God is calling you and me to finish. The greatest thing about all of this is that he's with us. We're not alone. We're never alone, nor will he ever forsake us. Don't quit. Don't give up. Never give up. Be determined in 2023, you're going to accomplish all that God has set for you. Amen? Amen. I'm going to stop there on that. So in 2023, Simone talked about this a little bit. I just want to share this with you. I'm going to ask everyone to stand while, we're doing it, while I'm doing this. Everyone stand, please.
First Sunday, we typically have communion service. Pastor Todd, I, I did my math. How many people we got in here? Not counting children, adults. We got it. Go get the communion. Funny thing about that, I ordered communion packets to come in, and they were going to be in on Wednesday. It says Wednesday. I'm happy and excited. Wednesday come, no cups. Thursday come, no cups. Friday come, no cups. Surely it's got to be here on Saturday. So I come in yesterday. Can you count them? Make sure my math is right. I, I, I turned another year old. We got 22, you say? 22 adults, right? 20? 20 or 21? Oh, okay. You're younger than me. Your math's supposed to be right now. So, I was like, Lord, and I talked to my wife about it. I was like, honey, you know those cups didn't show up? I was so mad yesterday, I went in and canceled the order. I don't want it. I ordered from somebody else. You told me it was coming on Wednesday. So I canceled the order and reordered from somewhere else. And I was like, honey, if we get a whole lot of people coming in, we're not going to be able to do communion because we ain't going to have enough cups. And she said, well, we might not have, we might have enough, but if we don't, we could just do it next Sunday. So in my mind, I was like, well, if we don't see how many people we got, but it was just the right amount of people God intended for you all to be here to hear this message today. So we're going to do communion here at the end. But I want to share this with you before we take our communion cups. We're going to start a fast January the 9th. For those who will be doing the 21-day fast, January the 9th through the 29th. For those who will do the 14-day fast, it's January the 9th through the 22nd. So that's from January the 9th to January the 22nd. That's on a Sunday after service. Eat. If you're on the 14-day fast, go eat whatever you want. If you're on the 21-day fast after service on the 29th, go eat whatever you want. And we're going to have some more information we're sure during Wednesday. But this is a perfect setup, a perfect way for us to begin the new year. As I talked about how we're going to accomplish, how we're going to reach our spiritual goals in 2023, we got to get rid of some stuff. Fasting helps you do that. It allows you to spend that time with God to connect with him on a spiritual level because you're, you're, you're denying the flesh of some things that the flesh wants. And we'll talk more about that again on Wednesday. But I just wanted you to know fasting is a way of denying the flesh in order to connect with God. In case you never knew what fasting, what is that good for? It's a way of denying the flesh to connect with God. It is my prayer that we understand that in order for us to connect with God, we need to turn to him for help. And the one way of doing this is through fasting and praying. This fills our thoughts and our desires to his desires and to his character. 
That's how we become like Christ. You hear us say all the time, if you're like Christ, if you're like Christ, if you become like Christ, fasting helps you do that because you spend time in prayer and fasting in his word. Amen. All right, we're going to go ahead and, and take uh, the communion cup. I'm going to ask everyone to come forth as Pastor Todd's take one. So it looked like we got enough for the young folks because he said 29 and Simone counted 20, 22. Oh, 27. Okay. Their math is all wrong. So we got 27, but we still got enough. All right. All right. Still got enough. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Y'all did count me, right, Simone? Okay. All right. That's a perfect song y'all are playing. When you take communion, it's a perfect, keep it going, That's a, it's a perfect opportunity to connect with God. It's a perfect opportunity for you to surrender all to Him. When we partake of the communion, it's an opportunity for us, as the scripture says, for us to examine ourselves. If you didn't do it last night while you were praying, while you were at church, or wherever you were, today is a perfect opportunity for us to surrender everything, every weight, every sin, any connection, any relationships, anything that has been hindering or can hinder our walk with the Lord. It's a perfect opportunity for us to give that to Him, to surrender that to Him. It's a perfect opportunity for us to do that. I've been talking. Can you open mine for me? My wife said to me this morning, and I felt it in my spirit on yesterday and last night. I was thinking as I was meditating, but y'all, I feel like God is about to do something big for us at Lighthouse. I really do. I believe God is going to do something big for us. We, we, we have some things that we're wanting to accomplish, some things that we're planning to do, and we'll be talking about that again on Wednesday night. Uh, our plan is to have a meeting the following Wednesday and kind of talk about some of that stuff. But I truly believe God has something great in store for us this year in 2023. But guess what? It includes you and it involves you. So don't ever think for one second that your presence isn't needed, your presence isn't missed when you're not here. Some of y'all got posts, they got cobwebs on them, but you can take those down and man your posts. And I say that jokingly, but I'm saying God has something bigger and better for you. Pastor Todd, did you notice that when you get in alignment with God, the things that you're praying for, they come your way? I learned that secret too. When you get in alignment with God's will, you got to shut out the noise, shut out the chatter. You got to let some things go. But when you get in alignment with God's will, things change. Good things begin to come your way. You got to let go and let God. I'm through preaching. 
Let's pray, bow our heads. Heavenly Father, we thank you once again for this day. Thank you for this opportunity. Father, we thank you for this cup and this bread, oh God, which represents your broken body, the juice that represents the shedded blood that you shed it on Calvary's cross for our sins. And Father, we know that by your stripes we are healed on today, and we claim that healing for ourselves. Father, as we stand here right now, we ask that you search our hearts and our minds. If you find anything in our lives that's not like you, that's contrary to your will, Father, I pray that you reveal it to us, oh God, that we can and leave it on the altar this day. We'll walk out of here being a new creation in Christ Jesus. And your word said if a man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away and behold, all things become new. Father, I claim today that we're a new people. We have a new vision, oh God. We have a new focus. We're keeping our focus on the prize and that is to walk according to the call in which you've placed on our lives. Father, we want to be all, oh God, that you call us to be in this season. During this year, Father, we pray, oh God, that you will move the dark clouds from over our heads, oh God, and let the sun shine again, oh God. Let us see, oh God, that we're not alone. You promise to be with us always, even unto the end of the earth. And Father, we want to thank you for that. Father, we want to thank you for Paul, oh God, for the message, oh God, that he sent to the Philippian church in Philippi. Father, we want to thank you for the example that he set for us. And Lord, you left your word here for us to learn from, oh God, and to glean from, oh God, how to reach our spiritual goals, how to walk in victory oh God. And Father, I claim right now in the name of Jesus, as we prepare to partake of this communion, that you will bless it, oh God, like never before. And God, your word says, whom the Son is set free is free indeed. And we claim freedom, we claim victory right now. It is in the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen.